Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Camper Memorial United Methodist Church. This is United Methodist Women's Sunday. We were prepared to have this celebration, this service, on March 15th of this year. And we know what happened. COVID kind of took over and changed everything. But we're celebrating now. We're celebrating 151 years as an organization. We have over 800,000 members worldwide and we are still growing. So what does it mean to be a United Methodist woman? It means that you are a woman on a mission. It's our purpose, it's who we are and it's what we signed up for. To expand concepts of mission through participation and the global ministries of the United Methodist Church. Our mission, I believe, is better said in Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The work of women in missions has been about breaking boundaries and creating new opportunities for women. There was a time when women couldn't hold offices or a certain leadership position in the church. Throughout history, women were often restricted or relegated by the rules of society and by the limits imposed on them based on their own natural national origin or their racial identities or even gender. But this did not stop them from being fearless, daring, and outrageously unladylike as they carried out their role in God's plan for their life and for those whom they were called to serve. The work of United Methodist Women has touched every aspect of life and just about every human need. These women have stood boldly on the front lines fighting for causes of, for the sake of justice, and peace. United Methodist women have fed the hungry and housed the homeless. They've provided disaster relief. They have fought for the protection of those experiencing domestic violence and human trafficking. They challenged and influenced changes in immigration laws and health care reform. They continue to fight for racial and economic equality, all the while advocating for women's rights and roles in society women on a mission. As I thought about what I would say to you today, I looked at the lives of United Methodist women, women in general, and how their missions have helped to influence and shape our world in the past and as they continue to do so today. I looked at the lives of some very famous and very well-known women and some not so famous women but I was still fascinated by their powerful stories. So I asked them if they would share some of their words of encouragement and experience and wisdom with you to help you walk out your mission, to hear from God, name your purpose, and heed the call to serve humanity. So we wrestled and wrangled with how to bring this message to you until they finally said, we'll just put it in a letter so I present to you the today 
a letter from the United Methodist Women of the Past, sharing with you some heavenly advice on how to walk out your mission. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you today to bring this message. I ask you, Lord God, to move me aside and speak through me so that this word may be inspiring and motivating to someone so that women will be moved to walk out their mission with you leading and guiding them and walking with them every step of the way. Amen. Order my steps in your word, dear Lord. Lead me, guide me every day. Send your anointing, Father, I pray. Order my steps in your word. Please order my steps in your word. Dear sisters, I know you're fascinated with our stories. You've written songs and stories and books about us. You have created documentaries and movies that glamorized and portrayed our lives as, as you saw them. We're pleased to know that you find our stories entertaining, perhaps even inspirational and motivational. But we want you to know that carrying out our mission was not easy. Our achievements, as you see them, were not for the fickle or faint of heart. We can't tell you all you need to know and all you will experience, what challenges you will face and what victories you will achieve. But we will say this, if you hear God's call and if you listen, and if you release your will to God's will for you, then you will carry out your mission to which you've been called. We know that you see us as history makers. We didn't set out to make history, but one thing we do agree on is that we were all called by God. If it was left up to us, do you think we would have chosen the hardships and challenges and oppositions you face? We would not have chosen lonely nights and being misunderstood and undervalued and devalued. But here we are, women on a mission here to encourage you. But we all had this burning in our soul, this restlessness in our spirit. Situations were put in our path that we would not have chosen to walk, but we, we had this burning in our souls and we prayed and we meditated and we sought counsel and we ran from it and we denied it. We have cried, we have cried out. We have walked the floor sleepless because the call in our lives was so intense. Just like you, we got the I can'ts and the why me's and are you sure you want me to do that? We've even asked God to take it away, but it kept calling us back. So we had to come to the table. We had to come to the table and have a little talk with Jesus and tell him all about our troubles. And finally, and for some of us it took years, we submitted and turned our life and our will over to God. Like you, like us, you will find yourself saying, as it is written in Isaiah 6, 8, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, Lord, it is I, Lord. I have heard you calling in the night. 
I will go, Lord. If you lead me, I will hold your people in my heart. So like you, we answered the call. And even in your call, you may regress to the butts. But I'm too young, I'm too old, but I'm too white and too black. I'm too educated, I'm too uneducated. But, 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 and God says, don't worry, girl, I got you. I'll get you ready. In Ephesians 2.10, scripture tells us that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we could walk them out. God has called us together to help prepare you to walk it out. If you are going to heed God's call for your life and walk out your mission, then you're going to need some shoes, lots of shoes. I know you have those comfy go-to shoes that you want to wear all the time, but to fulfill your mission, you are going to have to change it up. You may have to get a bit uncomfortable and break in some new shoes. You need to be prepared with the right shoes for the journey. This is Susan Angeline Collins, and I talked with Harriet Tubman the other day and mentioned that we need to have some girl talk. She agreed. She, she said that sisters coming after us could benefit from our stories. And you know Harriet, she said that God spoke to her and said that these women need a reality check. They need some practical, godly advice on how to walk out their mission. You know what we did? We scheduled a Zoom meeting and we invited United Methodist women from all over the world. Women who reflect the diversity of our worldwide ministry. And you know what else, sisters? They all responded, yes. They all confirmed their participation. Well, we're Methodist people and we have to have a methodical way of coming together. So we agreed on an objective. Get these ready, women ready for mission. And our agenda? It's a threefold agenda. Share with them some tips on selecting the right school shoes for the journey ahead. Come up with a list of the essential shoes so that they can walk it out. And keep our charge at the forefront to proclaim good news to the poor to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, to re for recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Now, my sisters, we've come up with a list of seven essential shoes that you will need to walk out your mission. Walk in faith. You will need shoes of faith. To walk in love. Walk in the Spirit. You will need shoes to walk in wisdom, in humility, authority, and to walk with each other. God will have you in spaces and places that you never thought you would be. Maybe places you didn't even think you could go. You may be in house shoes and slippers serving coffee to a neighbor. You may be in sneakers walking the streets and serving meals to the homeless. You may be in stilettos walking the red carpet or pumps conducting a business meeting 
or you may be in some rugged walking boots, walking unpaved roads, rough hills, and mountainsides. These shoes that you're going to need for your mission will carry you wherever God leads. And if treated with care, if you treat these shoes right, they should never wear out. So let's get those shoes and get the packing. Shoes of faith will help you walk in faith. 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 Believing in the things that we do not see. In order to have faith in God, you must believe in God. Since faith is about believing in something that cannot be seen in the natural, people may think you're kind of different. They may call you naive, a gullible, a foolish, because they do not understand your radical faith. You're going to need some shoes of faith to keep you focused and steadfast. Shoes of love will help you walk in love. 2 John 1 verse 6 says, And this is love that we walk according to his commandments. It's easy to love someone who loves you, who looks like you and believe what you believe, those who are nice and kind and agreeable. However, your mission may call you to serve those who aren't lovable, or who aren't loving, who are not agreeable, kind, or nice. You're going to have to wear these shoes to walk in love. Walk in the Spirit. Galatians 5.25 says, If we live by the Spirit, we will walk in the Spirit. Sisters, now, stay with us. You're Christian women, and we believe you know this, but we don't want to be misunderstood. So we want to be clear. You cannot walk in the Spirit of God unless you have the Spirit of God in you. You cannot walk in with this, you cannot have the Spirit of God in you without the love of God operating in your life. You cannot have the love of God operating in your life without knowing God, believing in God, having faith and trust in God. So to cultivate your spiritual life and maintain your spiritual connection with God, you're going to need some walk in the Spirit shoes. The fourth pair of shoes you're going to need are your wisdom shoes. Now we know what Proverbs have, is just loaded with wisdom and there's wisdom throughout the Bible in every area. But I just picked this one little one to focus on today. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. That's Proverbs 13 verse 20. Being wise is not just a matter of being careful and cautious. It's also about being aware and deliberate and focused in your efforts. It's about being discerning and having insight into the will of God. Sisters, this is Harriet. Let me tell you about how wisdom played out in my life. When I reached the North, I knew, you know that burning thing inside I told you about? I knew that I had to go back and bring slaves to freedom. William told me I couldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. And it was not a wise thing to do. Well, there's earthly wisdom and there's godly wisdom. Your mission must be aligned with God's wisdom and the mission God has assigned to you. A woman on a mission must walk in her wisdom shoes. Number five, walking with bold humility. Do you remember the quote that was made famous by Muhammad Ali? And he says, 
It's hard to be humble when you're as great as I am. Well, as Christian women, we subscribe to Micah 6, 8. And, and what does the Lord requires of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? As women, as Christian women, many of us were taught and we believed that humility uh, was being meek and gentle, submissive, and even weak. We have discovered that humility is not timidity and meekness is not weakness. But to walk in humility, that means that we need to know that it's not all about us. We don't know it all. We can't do it all. We must put our ego and our pride aside. Put on your shoes of humility. Give yourself time and space to spend with God to reflect on the word of God. Keep things in perspective through prayer and meditation, talking to and listening to God, not just your own way of thinking. Now, sisters, this may be more than what you wanted to hear today. But we don't know when we'll be able to write again. So hang in there with us because we have two more pair of shoes you will need for your mission. Number six is to walk in authority, boldness, bold confidence. You might say, I'm black, I'm Asian, I'm African, I'm Latina, I'm Indian, I'm native, I'm a woman, I'm too old, I'm too young, I have a disability. We can listen to those perceived limitations or we can listen to Ephesians 3.12. We have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. Or 2 Timothy 1.7, which says, and I know you all know this one, you could probably say it with me. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Knowing this helped us to step out on God's word with our shoes of authority and confidence. Sisters, as you continue your mission, your God assignment, you'll be challenged in many ways. Your faith will be challenged. Your motives will be questioned. Even your knowledge, skills, and abilities will be put to the test. After all, who do you think you are? Harriet Tubman, Susan Angeline Collins, and Clara Swain. We were all told what we could not do. I'm Harriet. I was told that I could not reach the North. I was told I couldn't serve in the military. I was black. I was a woman. I had a disability. I was told that I could not go back to the South and free slaves. I was told I had a disability. And many of you know my story. I served in the military. I freed slaves. And God used my disability as my greatest ability. I could not have fulfilled my mission without my shoes of authority, boldness, and confidence. I am Susan. After graduating from college and running a successful business, yes, in the 1800s, I ran a successful business. I was called to the mission field. I opened up a newspaper that had shirts wrapped in there and there was this ad that said there was an opportunity to travel to Africa as a missionary. 
my mission took me abroad to Africa, where I started a school in Angola in the 1800s. And I served there for 13 years without pay. When I came back to the States, they told me they had to retire me, said I was too old. I was 50. And you know what I did? I raised the funds and I went back with pay and I served another 18 years. This is Clara. I was told that I not, could not be a doctor because I'm a girl. I was told that I couldn't do mission abroad because I was female. Well, you know what? I became a doctor. I became a missionary doctor serving women in India and focusing on women's health. Sisters, you're gonna need some shoes of authority to help you walk out with bold confidence. Are you ready to pack those shoes? Walk with each other. And this is our last pair of shoes for this part of the journey, helping you get ready for your mission. You probably are familiar with the scripture uh, from Ruth 1.16 when Ruth says, do not urge me to leave you or turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Now, I know there will be times that you will walk this journey alone, just you and the Lord. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Whilst I'm on this tedious journey, Lord, I want Jesus to walk with me. Sometimes it's you walking with the Lord, but God knows that you're going to need some other people. He knows that part of your mission will call for some assistance. To walk out your mission, you're going to need some shoes of companionship and fellowship. Our sisters in Christ, we hope that you will carry these words of wisdom with you. We hope that you will reach out to others when you need companionship. We hope that you will take that time and turn to God when you need godly wisdom and that he would put godly counselors in your life to help direct your path. Sisters, as United Methodist Women, we hope that you too will build a legacy so when younger sisters look back on your life and have their Zoom meeting, that there will be words of inspiration and encouragement and expressions of hope that will aid them in their mission so that they can get G'd up in the right shoes of faith and love and spirit and wisdom, humility, authority, and companionship. And you might even add a new pair of shoes so that you can help them to stand up, step out, and walk out their mission. I thank you, ladies, for reading this letter Yours in Christ, United Methodist Women Who Have Walked It Out. Now, I want to share with you um, a personal story, my own mission. 
Do you recall the women saying that sometime it took them years to find out what their mission and purpose was? Well, about 12 years ago, I received a newsletter. I don't know if I ordered it or someone got my name on a list with the United Methodist Conference, but got a newsletter from Africa University. And I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. I got it again. And through the years, I started reading it and seeing what people was, were doing. And I thought, what could I do? What could I offer the students at Africa University? And it occurred to me, I can teach. I'm a teacher. I've always been a teacher. It's been in me. I've tried not to impart a lesson or some words of wisdom, but especially the young people in this church who've grown up around me or in the community, I'm always teaching and spreading knowledge and wisdom. So I thought, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Africa University and I'm going to teach. Now, my area is professional development, focusing on business and social etiquette and how to conduct yourself. And I thought this would this would be a good topic. So I presented it and back and forth and talking with Africa University. Twelve years later, the opportunity came. I got an email saying, we got your message because I had reached out through the years, never got anything back. And I thought, I'm just going to reach one more time. And I got a call saying that a group was going and they had a spot for me to go in March, March 16th. We got the COVID notice March 12th. I was to, to deliver this message on March 15th and be boarding a flight to Zimbabwe on the 16th. It didn't happen. Well, I'm just going to give you the short version. It didn't happen in the way I thought it would happen. But I kept preparing myself for this presentation. I didn't know if it was going to happen in 2021 or 2022. I don't know what's going to happen with COVID. But you know when it happened? It happened yesterday. It happened November 12th, 2020. My message was delivered to the students virtually just this week. And I'm giving this message to you this week. That's how God works. I couldn't have planned it, didn't know it was going to happen. But when you allow God to reach, to lead you, to guide you along the way, and you trust that whatever is to happen will happen. Put your hand, really, literally in God's hand and let him guide your feet so that you can walk it out. Then he will have you walking in spaces and places that you did not know where you would go. I hope this message has been encouraging and inspiring to you today. If you would like to talk more about your mission and your message, if you would like to hear more about the women that I learned about and share stories that you have, if you would like the scriptural references from today and names of these courageous women, give me a call or send me an email. I would gladly talk with you about walking out your mission. So ladies, I leave you today with this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you 
for all of our blessings of mind and body and spirit. Help us to make the most of them and to help us to be who we are in you. Teach us to recognize that our failures are stepping stones to getting it right. Help us to understand ourselves, Lord. Help us to see who we are and what we can do. And give us the courage and endurance to develop our talents and powers and to be our holy selves. Help us to see your beauty and wisdom in the diversity of our gifts and talents and abilities. And help us to use the diversity of our gifts for you graciously for the benefit and the joy of others. Yes, Lord, help us to find ourselves and to develop ourselves so that we may serve the purpose and mission for which you have called and created in us. Above all, strengthen our faith and trust in you that we may remain in you through all eternity. And we thank you, Lord, for the journey. Not only the trials and the challenges, Lord, but we thank you for the joy. We thank you for the laughter. We thank you for the love that comes from service. Jesus, we offer this prayer to you in your holy name. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more, immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine according to his power that is work, at work in us. To him be glory in the church and in Jesus Christ throughout all generations. Amen and amen.